I'm of the belief that anyone who's who hopes to uh, like achieve some form of like a high level of success has to be a little bit delusional. You gotta be like you gotta believe shit that no one else yeah, is like yeah. trying to believe. Yeah. Like you gotta like you know what I mean. Be delusional about it. Yeah. Like be yo. Even if the shit seems impossible yeah. out of this world, you're crazy for believing it. You yeah. believe because that's what you have to yeah. do in order to get to that point. ways like whether it's photography or videography and most recently like helping to put events on with two of my other friends shout out to Monique and Yemi <laughs> and so that's been like one form of me being able to like bring my creative side to, to the forefront. How long have you been um, shooting for both photography and video? Did you start at like the same time? No. So initially I started out on videography, like really going into shooting documentaries, but more so editing. That's kind of like the direction that I took. And then it morphed into photography. And that was within the past two and a half years. And so that's been that's been like steadily an avenue for me to like share my skills and develop my skills and since then, it's kind of, I've kind of like ebbed and flow with that medium. Like, I love it. And it's very, it tells so many different stories if you are able to capture something and make it say something. But I've been also trying to just get into other, other forms of expression. Like writing has always been one of that for me. And I see it like kind of making a comeback. <laughs> That's dope that you have a, a lot of different avenues. I remember I was watching your interview. I forget who it was with actually, but it was with some comedian. And they were talking about like jokes, but they were basically saying that when you get an idea, you have to kind of stay true to what medium makes the most sense for that idea. And a lot of people get in the thing where like, I mean, he was talking in terms of comedies. It was like, they'll think of an idea that's a great idea for a movie, but they'll have never written a movie before. So they'll be like, all right, how do I do it in a skit? Because I've written tons of skits before. And like, if you just expand that to 
content creation in general. I feel like a lot of times people have dope ideas for something in a medium they haven't tried and they kind of get a little like afraid to step out of their comfort zone. So it's cool that you've been able to kind of maneuver around different forms of creativity as opposed to just like, all right, this is it. This is the medium for me. (laughs) I definitely agree with that. (laughs) Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, and I was going to say that that transition must be hard because there's sometimes in which I'm like, when I wake up or be thinking about it for a couple weeks like hey like i want to start writing like screenwriting real quick and see where that goes but i would have no idea how to go about starting it you know like where to start do i build out from the characters first do i Mm -hmm. then try to outline the story like how best to to go about it so kudos to you for real thank you thank you it's i also have those same like qualms if you will when i um when i'm working on a project it really sometimes is like how do i even where do i start and how am I going to do it? And it really, it has shown itself as like, as long as you have the support and you just keep at it, the how, as cliche as it is, does take care of itself. But it's still, it's still like the number one question that I'm always like, ah, where, where does this go? <laughs> Wait, so you said, you mentioned before that, um, that you also started writing. What kind of stuff are you writing? Like, it's just so, like, are you studying like with like poetry or? <laughs> My nine-year-old self was heavy into the poetry scene. Uh-huh. And it kind of like, as I've gotten older, I, a lot of what I do is write like just freely like uh, stream of consciousness and just journal. A lot of what it is, is being journaling. And as of late, I've been, I guess you can say wanting to like, get into like essays so like personal essays and more of a like yes it's like me talking about myself and my life etc but in a more um a more structured way um in that way and so i i've been having this thought of putting a blog out which my friend was like it's really just your brain on the internet and i'm like that's a really good way (laughs) it's still scary as hell but you know (laughs) it's something that i've been toying with because it's really it's becoming increasingly important for me to um share what I need to share in a way that is very like real and authentic, you know because mm-hmm. you never know you never know who's who could relate or even who can't but appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's on both sides, right? It's like that. It's a, I mean, I always encourage people if they're thinking about sharing with the world, like if you have that thought, then I feel like that's always a thought that you should pursue because like you said, it's kind of therapeutic for yourself to put your ideas out in the world. And then part of that aspect of it being therapeutic is because people on the other side, like you never, anybody with access to the internet can find something that you wrote and like get something out of it which is a really dope thing so i always feel like there can never be enough voices in the public space especially voices that are like (laughs) your voice and not like uh voices that are just kind of trying to be self-serving like just trying to get the most likes etc there's a lot of those out there though for better or worse (laughs) that's a fact have you um traveled anywhere recently Recently is more like to me October, so we'll go with October. <laughs> I went to uh, Philly in October, mm-hmm. and that was my first time ever. And it's funny because I'm like a native New Yorker, but there are so many places outside of like Connecticut and abroad. Philly was like as neighboring of a sta- of a of a city. My bad, as that is, it's like that was my first time, and I I really really loved it. I really did. What uh what brought you out there? It was a combination of like 
having a friend with me to travel with. Um, and so, and we both were like, hey, we've never been to Philly, you know, in between like needing some kind of like break from working for a little bit at, at the time and transitioning into like a different direction career wise. We were like, you know what, let's take this short trip. Um, I had never really been on a trip with just one other friend, you know. And so I was like, you know, our first our friendship will 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 be tested. And so we are definitely we're still friends today. So that trip was definitely really really good. It was such a much needed experience getting away from the city for a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah, I've traveled a lot with family, but I haven't done too many trips with just like the homies. Yeah, it's underrated. It really is. Yeah, I remember me and the squad went to um. Montreal one time just for like a couple of days but it was so cold outside got down mm-hmm. to a point when I'm like damn I just wish I probably was in the city you know what I mean like <laughs> you would have went to the city but I feel like if the weather and the timing works out well with mm-hmm. that yeah. yeah those trips are definitely well needed I mean even just to clear that mental space definitely I'm looking to at some point be able to just like take more day trips even if it's like just to like like dc is another place that i haven't been to and it's funny because i'm like i'm right there and so those are places that i'm really hoping to like experience a bit more and and just like get get to see more of the world within my my corner like within the states because everyone always you know considers traveling abroad and and i have been able to have the privilege to do so but sometimes there are some gems right where you already stand yeah that's real and plus like traveling in general is such a great way to break the routine which is really needed for for that mental clarity and people get really aspirational in terms of where they want to go but at the end of the day these trips cost money (laughs) so you kind of got if you're really trying to only go abroad for trips then those trips are going (laughs) to be you know more infrequent than if you're just making a day trip over to DC or uh, to Philly or wherever, wherever the case is. And that in itself is still like an experience that breaks you out of the day to day and is like going to be a valuable experience for you. 100%. It does everything you just said. <laughs> I second it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you two? Where, where have your most recent places been? I was in Chicago for a little bit and Chicago's a pretty nice place to be i mean i like the way the the water just intertwined with just the city i feel like in new york that's exactly what i'm missing because i'm where i am in brooklyn the only thing that's around me honestly is just brown something on brown something brown something granted that just sounds privileged to say but i need some water <laughs> you know what i mean i need some water in my sights yeah something to calm to calm down is very hectic yeah, because I know. City. Oh, yeah, I know people that live like downtown Brooklyn, downtown Manhattan, or even like in Far Rock. Just being able to just get a glimpse of water, like that shit is extremely therapeutic. That's real. Uh, That's why I like going home because because uh, I live in outside of Boston, um, in mm-hmm. Andover, Massachusetts, and I actually live in the state forest. So, so mm-hmm. like my house just like surrounded by woods everywhere, and like wow. walk into the woods, you know, I can chill by a stream or whatever and like it's a very zen experience especially mm-hmm. in new york i live in the center of midtown and as soon as i step out like <laughs> throughout the night it's like trying action <laughs> i can't even sleep yeah. when I go home because it's i'm not used to sleeping without truck noises like i need <laughs> wow. i need someone some drunk people screaming on the streets it's too quiet out in uh in suburbia <laughs> 
hey, don't take it for granted now. <laughs> uh, for real, for real. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's definitely. I'm glad that I'm able to make that trip because the city is definitely like being in such an industrial space is a lot. It most certainly is. I find myself often, actually, in the past couple months like needing this kind of feeling this inner urge to actually at some point relocate. And that's not something I ever thought that I would even fathom because I've grown up in New York City all my life. And so I think having the experience when I was in school and undergrad to go abroad for that four months, I think that's what really like sealed the deal and opened my eyes up to a lot more of the world um, because it's so much more than like what you can conceive on the day to day. And so I'm like, you know what? I kind of like certain, like the pace of life, um, of other cultures and other places, because I found like, on even just coming back from Philly, while it was like a bit of a, like a mini, mini getaway, it's still similar in landscape to like New York's kind of like city life and like there being where we were at least, um, a diverse, a group of like people living in the area I find that coming back from that experience I was like whoa everyone was in a rush on a Sunday in in like New York and I'm just like okay now this is too much I was like can I just swipe my metric card without <laughs> feeling the anxiety of someone coming behind me if I'm not swiping it fast enough <laughs> going through a one so. swipe is important though Yes, it is. <laughs> that is a very important skill. A lot of I've missed a lot of trains because of people or because of the machine itself. I guess I can blame <laughs> it on myself not getting it one swipe, but <laughs> yeah, it's just I definitely see a future of me living, hopefully, even outside of the states in in a different living and experiencing a different place for more of an extended period of time. So hopefully, those things are in my cards. <laughs> mm. Got to put it out in the universe. Oh, putting it. I'm like, you know what? I was like writing down some things. I was like, okay, March, I'm ready. I'm ready for some employment if we being real. And I'm ready for <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm, I'm really serious. And also just ready to like keep, keep at it. I've been also going to the gym a lot. And so that's been a really, talk about like therapeutic. That's been it for me right now. When you talk about like the journaling that you do, do you, have you like made vision boards and stuff like that before? Yes. So I have, I think I made a total of two in, in my, in my short lifespan so far. And somehow I've actually experienced some things like coming to fruition from them. I just haven't really been as consistent. So I definitely need to make my 2019 one because I used to be like, oh, these are, this doesn't work, et cetera, et cetera. But I actually had the experience and was like, oh, this does work and it only works if you are really open to it first and also putting the action behind it. Yeah, for sure. You got to start with believing and then you got to back up that belief. What about yourselves? Have y'all put together y'all a vision board or any type of like mantra or like piece to hold on to or look forward to for 2019? I've been writing shit in my notes, but I definitely mm -hmm. do need like a visual representation. I keep telling myself... Yeah. I'm going to just hit up Tarjay and get like a whiteboard or something. <laughs> did you, you did not just say Tarjay? Tarjay, yeah. You gotta, I don't want to say Target. Wow, I was there yesterday. So. Yeah, Tarjay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get a couple boards and... Um, oh, why did I think about doing that when I was getting my groceries yesterday? <laughs> See, that's what these conversations uh, are important. I have, I have so many things <laughs> on my wall, which is like blank space. Uh-huh. And I'm, it's not like I'm trying to put up a poster or just like some 
just random pictures. Yeah, yeah, I want to be able to actually mm-hmm. utilize, um, especially like the space in my room efficiently. So whenever I am leaving or coming back in here, it's always like a refresher. I mean, probably after we get off this call, I may step outside to go and get that. Um, <laughs> Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway, have you have you have you created a vision board? Nah, I feel like to what you were saying, like I've written stuff down in terms yeah. of goals and like I try to write stuff down daily just uh either to clear my mind or to like get a nice blank slate into the heading into the next day you know but i haven't really had the visual accompaniment in the same way so i feel like i mean like i think a lot about how like part of like putting it into the universe it requires some action beyond just like thinking it like you can have a lot of aspirations for yourself and you can even be like working hard for those aspirations but yeah. it's still a part of it of like kind of connecting to the the you know, I'm mad abstract with all my shit. So connect, connecting like with mm-hmm. the universe in some sense, whether it's like a fo- like prayer, like you're talking out loud and like actually performing that to prayer, or whether it is writing something down, creating a vision board, like being creative in general. Like I feel like is is an avenue for that. So uh, you definitely gotta have the belief, and then also like do like show that belief, put that belief out in the world, as opposed to just like keeping that as something that like is just in your mind and not really shared at all beyond that yeah. Oh, yeah a thousand percent one thing i have to get better at doing too is also just like writing down things that i'm thankful for you know like there's these moments when it'll just hit me on like random tuesdays or sundays where it's like wow i'm feeling very blessed right now i'm feeling really good energy is on the all-time high it's very important to just write down those feelings of like what's allowing me to feel that way too yeah it's i 100 percent agree I think that's been, that's kind of been like the most blessing in disguise of my experience, like post-grad. In, mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting, like how gratitude, just for the smallest things, yeah. like knowing that I am thankful to have like family supporting me right now when I could have, when knowing that there are people who have very different, similar, different situations than I, um, and just thankful for like the water that I have. It's, it's very like, meta i guess if you will <laughs> to use a lack of a better word um and just like the littlest things i'm just it's gotten me very much it's gotten me so much more appreciative of my own situation because life everyone's trying to figure it out at, at like at different rates in the same kind of way people love to uh compare like how much better people have it than them, but they don't ever like to confront the, or, or a lot of people don't like to confront the fact um, of that, how many people have it worse than them, you know, and like being thankful for the things that they have. It's always like, well, you know, I have this, but like all these other people have this much. So how do I get from what I have to this much? But it's like, yeah, but think about how many people uh, in the country and across the world, regardless of what you have, like there's always people who don't have what you do have. Like, Facts. I mean, the fact that we're on this call means that we had access to internet today. So like there's people who don't have access to internet there's people i mean water is again like that's the most necessary thing and people just don't have Mm -hmm. access to it like people are living their lives in a struggle to get access to things that we do take for granted so being thankful and being appreciative and trying to pay it forward in whatever way makes the most sense for you is definitely there there's something that kind of like that's very unique i think happening for me and i don't know if you also both of you could speak on this as well but i found that there's like a certain level, I guess, of experiences that starts happening. Like when I, when I graduated school, 
um, between like, you know, real life of like figuring out ways to get a job. And then when you get a job and then maybe not being the right fit and then figuring out how to like pivot and find something else. Um, and then also just like figuring out where do you see yourself? Like personally, like, are you keeping your word? And there's like, you start, I start, I've been starting to see the world so much more differently and realizing how, while I create my universe in a way and, and the things that I say and the things that I do give rise to that, I'm not, the the world doesn't like revolve around me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's really been putting me, I guess you could say out of my element, but in a good way, because, you know, family, people in your life has issues and they're not necessarily always thinking about like they have a life to support. They have people to take care of. And it's just my world has just become a little bit. I've been more attuned to like the world and I'm not in in a way that I wasn't before. And I think it's because like somehow the rose colored glasses, <laughs> rose scented glasses is like is no longer the way that I'm looking through the world. And it is very interesting. So I don't know if you two also could speak to that or speak differently, but I definitely would love to hear what you have to say on that. I felt like post-grad for me um, was really a time and opportunity to, you know, pivot and figure out what is actually working. Like, yeah. Especially once you start getting your first paycheck and just realizing the value of money, whether or not you have to pay rent or how much things actually do cost. And then, you know, student yeah. loans start hitting. Um, you still wanted Bruh. to be able to like live your life, but then sometimes the amount of money that you're making may not be able to keep it with the amount of money that you actually want to spend <laughs> slash experience. Yeah. Then get into this whole process where you may be comparing to yourself to individuals who are making that amount of money to afford that lifestyle. It's it's wild. It's insane. And just like every single year, I'm realizing that as long as I have the ability and the opportunity to still just have like just good energy, family, and friends around me, like everything else yeah. always kind of still figures itself out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, my experience was definitely similar in terms of like, <clears throat> I feel like my rose-colored glasses were <laughs> were, uh, were shattered a little bit, um, <laughs> but in a good way, like in terms of, I'd say like it was kind of a two-part process. One was like myself being humbled and like realizing mm-hmm. that I'm only human, but then there's also kind of the realization that came in of like everybody else is only human and like seeing, yeah. Yeah. seeing like how crazy the world is today and like not really like putting faith in the fact that people can create great things, but not necessarily putting faith in like these people are better than other people because they've created these Mm -hmm. great things or just because they're still just humans at the end of the day. And I think both understanding that about myself as well as understanding that about everybody else kind of led me out on the other side of being like, all right, well, I have people that I love around me who I want to kind of, uh, be able to provide for as well as be able to uplift. And then I also want to be able to extend that as far as I can in terms of, you know, building more of a community so I can like love more people because at the end of the day, we're all just, we're all just humans trying to like figure out what the fuck this world is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like yeah. just kind of trying to take out the performance of it and being able to meet each other in terms of I'm a human, you're a human. Also real quick, in terms of meeting each other, I realized that we, we haven't done any introductions yet this episode. <laughs> Oh shit! Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how you know that shit was a vibe. 
I was yeah. I thought about it for some reason and then I was like I was like do I do I do I tell y'all <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> you know we were just we were just lost in thought uh, we got we, into it and let it go <laughs> for real for real but I uh, I mean better late than never so what's up it's a, it's a zero right. <laughs> this has been slash this is a uh, another episode in our communal audio space you free as always we had Eric yeah. on the and who who's been dropping the gems throughout the conversation? <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is Giselle. Giselle, um, you can find me. I don't even know. I don't. Do I have any AKAs? Probably Digital Giselle G. Um, yeah, all of the above. <laughs> that sounds dope, Digital Giselle. Yeah, it's a little bit of a mouthful, a little bit of a tongue twister, but you you get it after a few tries. <laughs> um, you made a point earlier in that in that in reference to my question, you said something about cutting out the performance of it all and trying to just live. And that really hit me for some reason. Um, I think it's, it's something like, I'm always aware of like, when, when things around me are changing, but also when there's a lot, when things internally are changing for me. And lately, I definitely resonate with the whole performance piece and doing away with performing um, in sp- social spaces or like being able to just listen more when I'm around people as one thing. Um, and, and I'm finding a lot of myself more grounded in that because I'm just, I'm just so much more open to letting things be and more aware of my sometimes like desire to like want to control a situation that you may not even have that you obviously that you never really have full control over. And so I've been catching myself in moments where I'm probably should just take a, take a step back. So thank you for that. Mm, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely something I think a, a lot about. And I mean, it's tough because again, like we're in a current time when a lot of people are performing and, and sometimes like, sometimes I'm faced with the question of like, okay, if I do, I have to perform in this current mm-hmm. context just so that I can then like move on to the next space where I don't have to perform and like things like that. So it's just, it's something I think a lot about in terms of like, I really just want to be myself, but I also don't want that necessarily to come from a place of ego where it's like, I'm just, you know, doing whatever I want. Like, nah, if it's, if it, if it doesn't feel right to me, I'm not going to do it. Cause like at the end of the day, there are some things that I don't want to do that I just have to do. But I think it's just like keeping yourself humble, but also being like everybody else is, you know, they've, they've had different experiences, but they're still, you know, going to sleep every night, waking up every day, just like I am. So I definitely do think that being yourself is definitely the common denominator. Cause even if you think about the way we're schooled or, I mean, when we're sitting in a classroom, all of that is performative, right? Yeah, like, be, oh, the story, <laughs> like, be, like, the yeah, like shout out an answer compared to like having to raise your hand, or oh. it's it's that relearning of self. So much. I also I just think about mics. It's it's weird. I was having a conversation with my friend the other day. We were just catching each other. We were catching each other up on life. We both happen to be in a similar situation of like looking for something different for our, our next employment, and we were like, we couldn't. We haven't even been out of school that long. Yet it feels like forever ago. And time is like a weird concept that happens when you graduate. Because it's like you spent four years in this incubator learning all these things, experiencing all these things. And then it's like, poof, now you're let go into the world. <laughs> and it's just, it's you see so much of what you thought 
you knew being like tested and how much that would that performance doesn't apply in the same way that they do to the real stage you know yeah. now everybody telling me a lie Lord, they give me something for my soul see i don't want to think of suicide so please don't take the lucky on my door see i've been tired of fucking all these girls and i've been tired of spending all my dough and if i get my story to the world I wonder if they book me for a show See, you can't handle pressure on your own So why you carry border by yourself? The story, story, tell it, tell it wrong And glorify the horror in the wealth Now mama come and tell me, come me home And I just need some guidance in my steps I know I'm not the only one alone I know I'm not the only one that felt I'm getting weird. 